0: Welcome to Film Vets. I'm your host, Paul Dixon. With me is my co-host. I'm
1: Dan Young.
0: <laughs> you really had to think about that. I That was going to be a question for a second there. Uh, yeah, I almost had today. to break out my driver's license. Yeah, don't do that. I don't want to blur editing, you know, whatever. Um, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dan. <laughs> so, Young. i
1: uh,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Today we're going to be talking about a celebrity who is also a veteran, and that person is mm. Adam Driver.
1: I was going to see if, if you knew much about his military history. I knew why he ended up getting out of the military he ended up getting discharged after three years because he ended up, I, th- I believe it was dislocating his sternum in a biking accident. Wow. It actually devastated him. It, it really upset him that he couldn't deploy.
0: He joined the military after 9-11, yep. uh, which I was actually in basic training when 9-11 happened. I, I don't know if you were already in by then, but I think you came in the, the military. I, like I wasn't.
1: During, during 9-11, I was actually, I knew exactly where I was. I was... Sitting in keyboarding class in high school, that was my senior year, so I graduated in 2002. I remember sitting there, and the teacher didn't say a word, just came in, turned on the TV, and she just kind of stood there, and she covered her mouth. And I just remember standing up and watching one of the planes hit the World Trade Center. It felt like the world had stopped. I, I wanted to go to college, and... I, w- I wanted to go specifically for you know like computers, computer engineering stuff like that, and that moment, like everything just stopped for me. I I had made a decision, even though I didn't tell everyone that I wanted to go into the military. But yeah, that was that was definitely a turning point, and I know that that's around the same time that Adam Driver made that same decision. So I'm going to assume there's gonna be quite a few parallels here. I was
0: supposed to be throwing grenades that day. I, I quote my tech sergeant coming out and saying this. Uh everything is shut down for the day. The shit has hit the literal fan. I didn't understand the the magnitude at the time of what that meant, but it really did dawn on me over the next couple of days. Yeah, so it, it was a strange time. And the fact that you know you you yourself and Adam Driver saw that as an opportunity to do something for your country is astounding. And I think it just leads even more credence to how much I love him as an actor and how much I appreciate him and what he does, uh, especially being an actor myself, I, I really study his work a lot. And yeah, so something something I noticed about his, his background was he was raised in uh, the Baptist church, which I was raised Southern Baptist. Something else was that his father's family is from arkansas which is where you currently live uh (laughs) that's interesting uh, what stuck out to you about his life and his uh journey
1: well what's what's interesting to me is i i knew he had joined theater he did theater in high school and to him he always wanted to get into acting signed up for juilliard didn't get in and had no backup i think that that was right before 9-11 so then when 9-11 hit you know, everything else kind of shifted going through like his filmography. I'm just kind of floored at the moment. I feel like I'm constantly trying to catch my breath when it comes to him and and what he is, you know, currently doing, he's going around and he's doing line readings with the military to help teach them more self-expression, to learn how to utilize the tools that he learned when he eventually did get into Julia the second time he applied. And, to have them apply it in their service. So the way he looks at it is he's always in service to the ultimate service industry, the military. And the fact that, you know, he got out, he he wasn't upset or jaded or just kind of broken from the whole experience. He still feels that connection from, from my view to the the military. And that's actually one of the things that has driven us to want to sit down and, and talk about veterans in, in the industry and, and you know kind of point out some of the harder rougher parts of people's lives that take them through that that service and that sacrifice and and lead them to just taking the leap and and doing you know what you're doing paul you're you're actively kind of grinding out um you know acting school and and classes and and doing all of these parts and auditions and like it it just never ends it's it's just a constant grind and it's, it's awesome. It's, it's something I honestly wish that I could do, but you know, me being where I'm at in my life, I, I just have to kind of sit back and, and just feel like I'm, I'm in awe um, for, for all of these things between Adam driver and what you do. And thank you, man. I still feel that connection with the military and, and I know Adam driver does as well. Actually a lot of that information that we, we, had was from a ted talk from june 21st uh, i believe 2016 it, you can find it on youtube but there is a really powerful reading from i think a couple of veterans at the end that um i think it's called i'm not batman and it it just blew me away i, I actually cried a little at, at the end of it. it it was powerful i can't suggest it enough you know if if anybody out there is interested in and wants to hear adam driver talk about his his journey himself go to that that uh, ted talk and listen
0: i have of course never met the man I, I don't know anything about him as a person beyond what we know in public but mm-hmm. i feel uh you know with this this veteran status a kinship of sorts to him now we're civilians and we're just trying to help each other get by and, and to succeed in what we want to do and i think him doing the organization the arts and the armed forces is a great thing and from what i can tell has helped other veterans boost up their their work and their confidence you know i want to talk a bit about his uh filmography because i mean oh yes where please. do you but where do you start you know the, i mean you know he started in girls i know that was one of the first things i ever saw him in which was a tv show on hbo by the way uh i'm on hbo did you know that dan are I'm you going to be on H. Yeah, I'm going to be on HBO. <laughs> uh, is that is that where Perry Mason is? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, check it out. Season two awesome. when it comes out. Uh, I am I'm a recurring character on the show, so that's pretty exciting. That's um, awesome.
1: Congrats, man. Yeah, I, th- I feel like we're both just a little bit like. I, I am over here. I am here fanboying.
0: Because, I I I will admit. Yeah, I fanboiled. It's, it's, over it's this hard. Movie. He is fantastic. I just love his work. And this movie, he appears in it. He's not one of the main characters, but he's very vital to the story is Inside Louie Davis. It's about a folk singer. And there's a great scene with Oscar Isaac, who's the star of the movie. It's, it's directed by the Coen brothers. so And Justin Timberlake playing the guitar. He stood out to me in that film. He was a lot of fun to watch. Before that, he had a small role in Lincoln, directed by Steven Spielberg. Yes, uh, he was the telegraph yeah, guy. He was, he was. Breakout role, really, though, was Star Wars The Force Awakens. No matter what you think about that film, if you didn't enjoy it, you thought it was a retread of the first movie. His character, Kylo Ren, was so interesting to watch and
1: so great as a villain. Honestly, like, the 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 part where, and you know what? Spoiler, if you haven't seen The Force Awakens by now, there's a good chance you're just probably not interested. You're probably dead. <laughs> The, the scene where he, he has to kill his father, he goes through with the process of killing Han Solo on that catwalk. I remember... I'm sorry. I do a little dance on the catwalk. Do a little dance on the catwalk.
0: I don't have the strength to do it. I'll help you. On the catwalk. But, uh, on the catwalk.
1: Yeah. Welcome to a podcast of madness. <laughs> but uh, the, the part where, you know, he, he kills his father and, and you see just how visibly upset he is through that exchange. Like to the point where I shed a tear, not just because Han Solo was killed. It was because I felt like I could actually identify the level of pain he was putting out there. And to me, that that's, that's a very difficult thing to do is... To be able to put out that level where you can make someone cry just from the the amount of pain that you are summoning forward.
0: After he did Star Wars, uh,
1: he did Logan Lucky. Did oh you watch Logan Lucky? My God, I did. I loved that movie so much. Wasn't it what's, fun? What fascinating to me is he's a veteran in that movie. Of course, yeah. Um, I might have it, to rewatch it. I so good, I had fun time. Speaking of <laughs> which, there is one I want to throw out there that I saw yeah, just a please. couple of days ago. Have you seen Black Klansman? Yes. I was going to bring up Black Klansman next. Oh, we'll see. Great it, minds think alike. You know, coming from the South, it cuts a little deep. I don't think it's that isolated to the South. I grew up with it in the North, too. Really? Oh, yeah, it was a very, very very prevalent thing up north it's just rough the way around
0: yeah i I think uh i think we've come a long way since that time period but obviously we still have a long way to go again there's just something about his charisma his ability to make you listen to every word he says really well i think
1: his voice has a lot to do with that too Uh, ghouls
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, before that he he had just done The Last Jedi, which has no controversy connected to it at all. Everyone loves that movie. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I personally am a big fan of The Last Jedi. I don't think it's a perfect movie. I think there are things about it that could have been done better, but... When it comes to anything with Ray and Kylo, I thought it was done.
1: So good. It really was. Like, I have to say, their interactions throughout the whole trilogy, they build that rapport and that redeeming arc, and it's just tangible. Like, you can see it. I'm going to hold my tongue, and we should should visit that because I've (laughs) got a tirade for that that anyone else that likes my tirades will want to hear. After that
0: he made a film that I consider one of the best horror films of 2019 called marriage story. (laughs) I just thought it was just Uh, so scary to watch the, these two people devolve, this divorce and i'm just like oh man oh that sucks
1: you can watch him struggle with going through the hurt and the confusion of going through the divorce and at the same time wanting to be a good person and not knowing how to deal with the emotions
0: it's hard to watch and then we got to rise of skywalker and then after that He's a busy guy. He's not overdoing it as far as how many times you see him in films. Like you you see him sprinkled throughout the year. It's not too yeah. much, you know?
1: It's just right. There's enough out there that you look around and you can pick from anything. Oh my gosh. There's a scene in Black Klansman where he's sitting there and it's something that I I had to watch it twice on the spot. There's a there's a point where where John is is sitting there as his character and he's on the phone with the the main recruiting guy for the KKK and he just starts dropping all of these racial slurs for people right. that he doesn't like and Adam Driver is just like <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: a great scene that's and, a great and scene. I
1: laughed so hard it's got a lot of humor to it it's got a lot of pain to it it finds a way to, of transmitting the message through the lens of a little bit of humor. But then Spike Lee at the end shows that we're still kind of dealing with the same issues. They never went away. Mm-hmm. And exactly. to me, that was absolutely heartbreaking because it shows Charlottesville 2017. It broke my heart because we don't need to live like that, you know? It's just a shame. So I actually, I was speaking with my wife and I, I was... A little bit more upset at, at, after the end of that because, you know, I I don't... Like, I, I went into the military. I, I deployed mo- more than once. I don't look at my time in service as something I did for me because I wanted to get something or anything like that. I went because I believed in what America was supposed to stand for. In, in what I was taught in school and what the American dream, the American ideal is. Every time I see something like that, my heart breaks because that's, it's the antithesis of what I believed in when I went in to serve. What I went, what I deployed for, what I supported the mission to ensure our safety and security back home. They say freedom isn't free. I was willing to pay for it. I wouldn't have thought twice, honestly. If something would have happened, I would have done what would have needed to be done. I wouldn't have liked it. It would it would have been hard just to make sure we could do the things we needed. I wish that this world could be better, and I I hope that you know our our podcast and and being able to talk about the the veterans that are doing just that that are that still believe in that perfect union just just kind of highlighting that there are these people out there w- will inspire and at least put a little bit of more hope out there. It's, it just seems so dark sometimes. Thank you for sharing
0: that. And it's it's really important to delve into that history with our service because you studied the past to learn the future. Going back to Adam Driver. Right, as, yeah, we we, as we should. As we should. The rise of Skywalker <laughs> was disappointing. For a lot I liked of it. Uh, I, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. I did think there were some things that were like, really, uh, you know, Palpatine's just back could have been worse. I guess I, I just I really it, think it could
1: have been. That it absolutely. I think Star
0: been. Wars. Star Wars is in a better place now than it's ever been. Uh, since since oh, the absolutely.
1: Came out. Yeah.
0: The next film was Annette. Did you? Ch- I want to see, see that, that movie so
1: bad. I watched four minutes of it <laughs> before before I got. Did you taken see the beginning? Other tasks. Just the very the beginning? very beginning, yeah, where they're walking and singing. I love that part. Yeah, uh, the Sparks
0: it's, Sparks Brothers are just wonderful. One of my favorite like discoveries in the last five years, and they're they're so great. And the fact that they are so heavily involved in this film, it's a it's a very divisive movie.
1: I I'm but I I'm personally so enjoyed excited it. to watch it. Like I, I think I, you're going to like. I know it. that you had warned me. You had warned me at some point where you're like, you know, just just be warned. It is. It is going to be a little out there. I I kind of understood what the premise was when I was going into it, but like I said, I haven't had a chance to watch it. I know Simon Helberg is in it, and that dude is crazy talented. I I think he is awesome. Have you you've seen The Big Bang Theory, right? Yes, and uh, I remember his role in the movie
0: too. When you watch it, maybe we can do a review of it and I uh, and talk more in depth about it. The next two films. Are both by Ridley Scott and both star Adam Driver and both I saw in the theater and loved was the Last Duel and House of Gucci. Oh,
1: I saw the Last. They Duel. Came out I didn't ba- see House of Gucci.
0: Both came back to back, and the Last Duel was. I, I have no notes. It was just a great, great Ridley. That Scott, was Midian that was film. a rough movie. Yeah, that was yes. that.
1: Yes, was. I think brutal is the best way to put that. It was very it brutal just,
0: in the best way possible. I think I was surprised that most most of all was just how they they filmed the different perspectives of each of the characters. And, oh, uh, you know, I, I didn't rape her. I, it was consensual. And it shows his perspective of it. And it's, yeah, if you look at it from that perspective and the way he thought of it going in, it definitely wasn't. But when you see what it actually was... It well, changes do you, everything, do you and think I think that's important.
1: It's funny how they provided that point of view at the end. There's I, what he said, and then what he said, and then what she said, and in parentheses, what actually happened. What actually happened was what she experienced,
0: and I think that's important yep. with the Me Too movement happening and the people coming out and saying that this happened and people not believing them. It's, it's just atrocious that we even have to go into victim blaming and saying, well, what were you wearing? What were you doing? You know, it's. You shouldn't it's, have been there.
1: You shouldn't have done yeah, that. Why, why don't you, why would you, why you know why just say
0: yes? Why people in power take advantage of people? It's just true. It happens. And we need to be more accepting of the truth and take that into consideration more so than we have before, because it's just not fair. It's not fair for people to have to live in shame and, and. And that that mental scarring that they deal with, and I think I think this movie really is important in that in that frame of mind. And, and it was just so well done. The action was on point. The the cinematography. Mm-hmm. I was so happy to watch it in the theater. House of Gucci. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the performances. I enjoyed the story. I thought Jared Leto was over the top and silly. That's Isn't fine. he always? Whatever. Yeah, exactly.
1: I mean, even you in Morbius, he he's over the top.
0: I would say Morbius like, is him not being over the top, which is strange. He was still over the you top. You might want him to be over the top. I feel <laughs> like to me, he was
1: like, still over the top. Like I, I can't I, just.
0: Mm, <laughs> I feel like Matt Smith. Matt Smith was the -the over-the-top character. They were all over-the-top. They were out of line. Whatever. That movie. It was Morbius. we got to move on.
1: Get a refund. Uh,
0: Yeah. Can we please? Uh, So, uh, (laughs) check out The House of Gucci. Let me know what you think. I, I really enjoyed it.
1: Before we wrap it up, wasn't he on last week tonight with John Oliver? He showed up. Yes, yes. Uh... John Oliver was making all these inappropriate like advances over like a, like a year, like a sustained campaign of just all kinds of awkward, weird things. <laughs> like I, I can't even crush my larynx. You unwieldy boulder. And he kept doing it over and over and over. Eventually, Adam Driver ended up going on to tell him to stop. This strange, strange bit yeah. that for some reason you pulled me into. Mm-hmm. If anyone wants a really good laugh, you should definitely watch that. Please like and subscribe.
0: subscribe. Subscribe. Can we put that as a sound bite for every time? It's just at the end. Subscribe. <laughs> every time Every time someone
1: clicks it. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> <and> <laughs> <laughs>
0: let us know what you think about adam driver what's your favorite movie what kind of roles do you want to see him play that he hasn't done before let us know in the comments below as always dan thank you for your service
1: thank you for your service and anybody any veteran out there that's listening in thank you for your service as well Got soup